Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman, and today we're talking with Earl Gracie, Director for Rapid Relief Team North America. The Rapid Relief Team is a not-for-profit organization who looks for any opportunity to support people in times of crisis. Rapid Relief Team provides catering services at a range of charitable events and emergencies, and they've stepped up to support people affected by the novel coronavirus outbreak by donating food boxes to those who have been impacted. So welcome, Earl. Thank you, Stacy. Great to uh, be on your podcast today. Appreciate it. Well, it's great to have you. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about Rapid Relief Team? Sure. So we started in 2013. Our global headquarters is out of Sydney, Australia. And it was a direct result of the uh, bushfires back then, which, of course, we've seen in uh, very uh, dramatic form in 2019. And there again, we were on the front lines of those operations of feeding the uh, first responders and the uh, victims of the uh, situation down there. So we've been in North America since 2013 as well, and we're a, a charitable arm of the Plymouth Brethren Christian Church is how we originally set out on our organization, and now it's grown into a global operation right around the world with about 22,000 volunteers at any given time. I think we've served almost half a million meals so far. Our normal modus operandi has been to serve a hot meal at the scene or very close to the scene of where the need is, and now with this situation that uh, we're all confronting... Uh, we had to get creative and find a way, obviously, to comply to our government regulations, but then protect our own volunteers. So we came up with this uh, food box program. Well, Earl, why don't we talk a little bit about what the food box program is? Yeah, great question. So what it is, is we've put together, we call them food boxes, and they're packaged in a what we would call in America, kind of a five-gallon, four-gallon pail with a, you know, sealable lid on the top. It's plastic. It's waterproof. It can be handled. It's sanitary. And then inside that, we put non-perishable foods, so uh, proteins, dry mix kits. And in America, we've teamed up with some doctors who gave us some nutritional guidelines so that we came up with a, a menu of of contents that is the right thing for those who actually might be recovering from the virus, as well as the applicants that uh, may be just in self-quarantine and they just need food. And there's about 14 meals in each of these boxes. So they serve a family of five for a day, or they serve one person for three or four days, depending on their appetite and consumption. It's not all um, boring stuff. There's some fun candies in there for the kids. Well, that sounds awesome. Really a a great idea, a wonderful initiative. Who would you say the intended recipients are for the Family Food Box? You know, that's a a really good um, question because we originally set out to give them to those in quarantine. And the way we set off on our pilot project here in America is we've just done this in Seattle, and we teamed up with our county management department. 
and they're the ones who already have and warehouse uh, substantial donation centers for food, and they support the food shelters and become kind of the logistics of that. And those food shelters obviously affect and uh, serve a variety of needs. Some of them are just low-income situations. Some of them are elderly, seniors. Now they're faced with uh, a lot of self-isolation cases, and then they're instead of people coming to those shelters, they're having to deliver. So we're finding these boxes. We did uh, 525 on the pilot run in Seattle, which is over 7,000 actual meals. And those ended up, uh, we dropped them off on that afternoon last week. I think it was Friday after, Thursday afternoon. And uh, the food manager there called us and said, hey, those are gone in 45 minutes. So it just gives you the scope and scale of the need out there for what we call food insecurity. And those went to really a whole, they really hit all of those families. So there was the ones that had just been laid off. There was the ones who consistently were running short of food. There were those in self-isolation and those who were actually quarantined, as well as um, some of the uh, teachers and health workers who've been affected and having to self-isolate from their own families. Now, Earl, does the Rapid Relief Team, do they plan to provide the food boxes across the country? Where are you focusing your efforts? Where we are right now is we're going to partner with other donors and food providers in the Seattle West Coast area here and, and work our way in concentric circles out. Next week, we have a big event, um, almost identical to what we did in Seattle, that's going to occur just outside of the uh, Westfield, New Jersey area in Somerset County. And then following that, we'll be gearing up for the uh, New York uh, City vicinity. So we're looking at, obviously, um, the hotspots and in conjunction with the uh, resources that we have on hand to provide as we scale this thing up. We wanted to really get the system right and tight on the pilot project so we can scale this thing up accordingly. Earl, what is it that you want our listeners to know, or how can they help? What is it that you want to get out there information-wise about the Food Box Program, about Rapid Relief Team? You know, I think the best thing they could do, as much as we would love folks to donate um, food that was in non-perishable containers and it was sealed and it was safe, logistically it's just so difficult to coordinate. The best thing we can do right now is just make a simple uh, donation on our website. And that way we have a chain of custody of for the actual food products that we can ensure that when we deliver it, to the county and the government officials to get to their actual, you know, the front doors of these families that, that that we're in control of what's in those buckets, that it's safe, that it's, you know, it's not out of date. There's no issues there. That's probably the best thing they could do right now. And, and uh, we can give them the assurance that their dollars will get directly to where the need is and fast. Well, if you would like to be a part of what the Rapid Relief Team is doing, you can get some details on how to become a sponsor of the Food Box Initiative online at us.rapidreliefteam.org, us.rapidreliefteam.org, or you can also email directly action at na-rapidreliefteam.org. Earl, thank you so much for spending the time and, and for what you're doing and for sharing. Thank you, Stacy. Appreciate it. Great to talk to you.
And thank you all for listening. Please visit JenningsWire.com to enjoy a rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. Till next time.